Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Tech Cat Show. And as I always promise, we have really exciting guests this week, and we get two for the price of one. (laughs) And it's the fabulous Ben Payne and Ava Payne, who are founder and CEO and also vice president of public relations for New School Mining. And New School Mining is basically a next-generation cloud and co-located mining center which is bringing consumer consumer service to the cryptocurrency world. And we've talked a lot about cryptocurrency on the show. So let's have a big hand for Ben and Ava. That, of course, is our studio audience that only I can see. <laughs> but we're very happy to have you guys. Um, so we've had a number of shows um, about the blockchain and then definitely about Bitcoin and crypto, but I'd love to hear from you guys your background and then, you know, what the model is around new school mining, Um, because I'm not sure that everybody in our audience totally understands the the mining piece, and then adding in that wonderful um, co-located story. So give us some background on on how you guys work. Yeah, so, I mean, new school mining has been around for just over a year, but uh, I myself have been doing cryptocurrency mining since basically the beginning. 2010 was when I first started. Of course, Bitcoin started in 2009. So, you know, been through seeing mining being done with Bitcoin and other coins, uh, with different technologies coming into play in the space and how that's transformed things over the years. And, you know, it was about uh, maybe close to two years ago, I started looking into the idea of what it would take to take it from kind of a hobby of mine into something that was at a larger scale. So it was really like, if I got 10 miners today, great, but how would I have 100 or 1,000 of them? And what would I have to do to make that work efficiently? And that was really the beginning of the company. Ava, you want to say something about your role? Um, well, I am very excited to be part of and serve the mining community. Um, it is an emerging um, community, and, and it's wonderful for people to know that um, you know that we are living the mining life and and it is just very exciting great well tell tell us um just because I know a lot of people may not even understand what mining actually means in in, in terms of crypto so give us some background on on that just so we can wrap our heads around it all sure so the way the way I always describe mining is it it's really the it's the Computing power that secures the transactions that go across the network. Um, so providing this computing power to the network to secure these transactions, ultimately they build into the network a way of paying us for that service. Uh, we're paid in the form of the cryptocurrency that we're providing our computing power to. And then based on how much computing power we provide, the more reward we can get from that. So, and, and it's not that someone is putting on a mining hat and going into a cave. This is really um, all done, you know, electronically through your computer. Yep. Uh, le- leveraging the technology that originally began with cryptocurrency. That's correct. I mean, and for, for us, a lot of it, uh, in the beginning, a lot of it was done with just standard off-the-shelf hardware, like graphics cards that you would get for your computer. Um, there are now dedicated hardware that is built specifically for mining, particularly with currencies like Bitcoin. So if I wanted to mine in your model, how would it exactly work? So it can work in a lot of different ways. I mean, one of the things we wanted to do with New School Mining was to really provide services to uh, a large variety of miners that are out there. There are people that are very hands-on tech savvy who want to build the machines themselves. Um, and so we can provide guidance for what hardware to pick up and, and sell them parts that they're going to need for their build um, to the opposite extreme, which is somebody who's really not feels tech savvy at all. And they just want us to do everything for them. So 
when you look at the services, initially we offered cloud mining was the first service that we put up there. And that's very well tailored to somebody who doesn't have to be tech savvy at all. It's basically we build the machines for them. We run the machines for them. Uh, they can log into a website and see what they're doing and make a few tweaks to them as to as far as... Look, we had a, an accident here in the studio. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that, but um, it's all right. Radio must keep going. Um, <laughs> you know, sorry about that, you guys. Um, it, so if I, so um, that means that you're basically bringing the ability to do, to do mining to, to anybody um, who is interested in this. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the goal, right, is to be, be able to provide people of all different levels and so co-location is coming into play a lot more now as the prices of, of the currencies have come down and power consumption is getting to be an issue. So, you know, if you were a miner in California a year ago, you were making some good money, but now you can't even come anywhere near paying your power bill with that. So um, people that have built systems out here are looking for places to put them where they can get access to inexpensive power. And that's what we've already done with our Salt Lake City data center. So we're opening that up for people to be able to put their hardware in our facility. So it's almost the combination of of multiple trends in a way, right? With um, you know co-locating co um, services and then cloud-based services and all the storage facilities that are happening now for people and also render farms and all these different things that allow people to log on to the cloud to access the same level of services that if you were a big company or a, you know a scaled company you would get access to those benefits but now you're letting the individual miner have have access to all of that is that is that correct yeah that's very correct you're on the right path with the trend of the industry of you know vertically integrated computing services such as cloud mining and the various varieties of that and what we're doing is really a mining-specific variety of that concept. Um, and it, it is uh, some interesting, unique challenges when you're looking at building a data center for cryptocurrency mining because it's a, it uses a lot of power, and that means it also generates a lot of heat. Um, and so in many ways, it's really more analogous to a supercomputing data center as far as you know the, those power and heat characteristics than even the traditional, you know, cloud computing kind of data center that doesn't use nearly as much energy. I, you know, I love that. I have been to some very large, um, you know, storage facilities or cloud cities, if you want to call it. Like in, in Las Vegas, there's one called um, Switch, or yep. they call it SuperNap. Have you been there? Yep, I've been there. They have a rack there that we manage for a customer. Right. So exactly. So you walk into this huge facility of rows and rows and rows, but you know that your your stuff is being taken care of and protected um, and air conditioned and heated, you know, whatever it needs to be. And so it's a really, really smart model. So um, we're going to have to take a break in a moment, but um, I would love to get into a little bit of the trends that you're seeing emerging from, from this new model, um, because, you know, cryptocurrency has such a mixed uh, love affair with people. You know, people were so excited about it. Then people got scared by it. Now it's starting to land with um, regulations and be a little bit normaler. But I would love to hear from your perspective, you know, as you build out your company and its services, what is surprising you? What are some of the trends in the marketplace um, that are surprising you? And have you identified like, um, you know, people that are really born for this space and people who aren't, you know, because um, I keep wanting to to just have some some Bitcoin or some sort of cryptocurrency, but then I get chicken about it, you know, so it's like everything else. Right. So I would love to to dive into some of the trends that are are happening in this crazy space and um, what this exciting new model that you've put together is yielding for you guys. So we're going to come back in a moment with Ben Payne and Ava Payne, who have created a new company called New School Mining, which is um, bringing that um, co-working, almost, um, co-location um, and cloud-based trend into the world of cryptocurrency. We'll be back in a moment on the Tech Cat Show. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Hi, everybody, and we are back with Ben Payne and Ava Payne, who have founded a new company called New School Mining, which is basically a a next-gen mining farm and enterprise which focuses on co-located mining um, and consumer services and relations in cryptocurrency. So we were just talking with um, we were just talking about some of the new trends that are arising from the fact that you guys have combined multiple trends to make this business work. So now you have crypto and you have co-location. So talk to us about some of the trends that you're seeing in the space. So yeah, I mean, in the mining space, the big trends right now is is really looking at technology changes that I think uh, may be coming in, into our world here. Um, you know, we use basically what is high-end, high-end consumer graphics cards to do most of the mining that we are doing today in our facility. Uh, a lot of other players in the industry use what's referred to as ASIC miners, which basically is custom chips that are designed to only do cryptocurrency mining. Um, and those have been around for a number of years now. But uh, the GPUs are going through transitions where we've got NVIDIA coming out with their next generation of, of GPUs. There was a lot of excitement that those were going to way supersede the previous generation, which seems to not be coming true for, for the most part. Um, and then you've got also another technology that's been in the mining space off and on over the years called FPGAs that are coming into play. And that's something that we've been spending a lot of time looking at because we think these can really uh, improve the efficiency of GPUs and or replace GPUs in many cases. So those are some of the trends, the real technical trends that we're watching. Um, and these are, it's, it's for our customers, the great thing for them to know is that we are watching these things because I mean, a lot of the people that got into mining are somewhat technical, but maybe not, you know, an engineer at, at, at trade, in trade. So um, having some people like us that are really looking at the details of what's going on and helping advise them is uh, a key part of our business, we see. What, now, what, what, um, what kind of people are coming to you, would you say? You know, it, we we see a lot of different kinds of people. I, I oftentimes say when we've met a couple, several groups that have started doing mining. These are probably people that invested anywhere from say two hundred thousand to five hundred thousand dollars to buy equipment over the last year, 
And what I always say is that you end up seeing is like there's two guys, two or three guys, let's say, that are these business guys who really don't consider them tech savvy at all. And then one of the partners is the guy who built the machines, right? right. And he comes from an IT field or something like that, or maybe he's a software engineer or something. And so it's kind of they get together and they make the system and try to make it work. Um, and so it's uh, that's kind of the demographic of a lot of what I would say the medium to large scale miners is. And on the smaller scale, you see people who are doctors, dentists, teachers that just want to dabble in the space and they have one machine and they're trying to make it work because they want to be part of the community. And so it is, um, you know, you can't put your hands on if you see somebody and say, oh, that's a minor. You never know. And that's what's so exciting about it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I like that. I mean, I always, again, I always picture like the hat and a, and some sort of like hammer um, yeah. when you guys talk about this. Now, from a, from a business perspective, uh, you know, because we had someone on, um, on recently who talked about the legitimacy around cryptocurrency that, you know, it's starting to be, um, you know, treated like um, um, not stocks and bonds, but it's having the same, same sort of rules and, um, oversight, um, you know, in the marketplace, in the financial community with regulations. Um, and, um, and with that happening, does that fuel your business more? Are people less trepidatious about purchasing and getting into this space? You know, it's interesting because I think a lot of our customers that we meet have already been, they've, they've bought into this. They, they think crypto is the next big thing and they want to be a part of it, right? Um, so by the time we're talking with people, they're usually not questioning it, but as far as like the legitimacy of the market, yeah, there's tremendous movement we see in the last six months, even of, of just, uh, accepting it. I mean, you even look at JP Morgan, right? The the CEO two years ago was quoted as saying, I believe it was a Ponzi scheme. And now, uh, they're talking about rolling out, uh, uh, you know, supporting the Ethereum network as part of their system. So it's it's quite a shift is happening with the, the, the mainstream players. Yeah, it's it's just, it's interesting. Just so many people I know um, have changed their attitude about it. Um, now, in terms of um, the types of cryptocurrency, because I know you're mining a lot of different things. Can you talk about, you know, how that all works? Um, because we've all heard of Bitcoin, um, and Ethereum, but I, I don't think our audience all understands what the different names are and what it all means. Yeah, so for us, like I said before, there's different types of mining hardware, GPUs versus ASICs predominantly. And so those right there segment you off into certain certain coins that you would mine. Um, we mine predominantly with GPUs, which means the number one coin is usually Ethereum. Um, and for most of our history of large-scale mining, we've been mining Ethereum. Um, but recently, there's been a few times in the past where there's another coin that will come into play that is is something uh, that we want to, that's more profitable, basically, than mining Bitcoin at that time. Uh, right now, there's a coin called Ravencoin. And another one called BitTube that we've actually been mining. These are all these are pretty small coins. I mean, they're, they're the market cap of Raven. I think is around 30 million. BitTube is probably around 10 or 12 million. Um, so these are not you know 100 million or billion dollar coins like when you talk about Ethereum or Monero or some of the other ones like that. And what would make someone choose one over the other? Like if I'm coming to as a business person who wants to play in this space, how am I choosing a coin? Well, what you got to think about in the mining space is there's really kind of two factors that you have to think about when it comes to profitability of it. First is the price of the coin, which you can look on many sites and see what the value of the coins are, and that fluctuates over time. But there's another factor which is referred to as difficulty. Difficulty is basically... How hard is it going to be with a fixed amount of computing power to find the answer and get the reward? Because um, what you think of it, in the mining terms, to talk a little bit more about it, it's, it's basically that it's, in Bitcoin, for example, every 10 minutes, a new block is created, um, hence where the name blockchain comes from. Uh, and every time a new block is created, there's a reward given out 
um, in that system. In the case of uh, Bitcoin, it is currently, what is it, um, like five Bitcoins. Um, I, but anyway, so that, that, that value is given out every 10 minutes to somebody. And um, um, it's, it's basically a lottery as far as who's going to win that. There's all these computers all over the world computing away. The more computing power you have, the better chance you have of winning that. Um, and so it's, it, that's what's basically happening within that system. Um, and so the more miners that get into it, the more basically tickets that are generated every 10 minutes uh, and the less chance you have with your computing power of winning that lottery. So that's generally referred to as difficulty. And so it's those two factors that you have to pay attention to when you're looking at mining. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of times people will go, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Um, I was just going to ask a question. Um, it's just um, uh, so many people I know also speak about it very generically because they don't really understand all the bits and pieces. So I was also wondering, is there a lot of education that you have to do? Um, yeah, I mean, there is for sure. It's, it's you know, and, it, and there's information out there that can be a bit misleading. You know, for example, if you jump online right now and you say, okay, I'm going to buy this much computing power and I'm going to have this hash rate as it would be referred to as, you can go find a mining calculator and say, with this much hash rate, I'll make this much Ethereum per day. Um, and everybody knows that, well, hey, the price is going to go up, so I'm going to make even more than that a year from now. Well, you, you probably, you may, many times may not, because um, as more and more miners get in, the difficulty increases. And so, you know, you basically got those kind of two trends within the industry. What's going to happen with the, the um, difficulty over time and what's going to happen with the price over time? Mm-hmm. And the, you got to kind of figure out what you think is going to happen with those two factors uh, to really, you know, make a good decision as to what, when it's the right time to get in and when it isn't. Now, are, are you seeing also new relationships then develop with, you know, um, the CPU companies like an NVIDIA or, you know, an Intel or an AMD who are going to be helping to drive a lot of this? Um, you know, are they becoming, you know, star players in this world? You know, they have kind of a love-hate relationship with mining. And the reason is, if you think about their business, is they have, you know, big supply chain, right? Uh, from the time that, uh, you know, they're making decisions today to purchase memory that goes into their GPUs that is going to be on the shelves a year or a year and a half from now, right? Right. So this mining demand that can come and go, uh, you know, in flashes, kills their supply chain prediction, right? Um and we've seen it uh, last May. It was like impossible to get a graphics card from anybody. And people were charging twice retail price for cards and people were still buying them. Um, and then, you know, something bad happens in the market. And all of a sudden, you know, there's all these extra GPUs and nobody's buying them. So it's, um, they, they kind of, it's helped their bottom line in a lot of ways. But it's really a headache for them to have to deal with um, on the supply chain side. So they haven't really been, I would say, really cooperative with the mining space. Huh, that's so interesting because um, so many of the trade shows I go to, which is more on the media and entertainment side, um, you know, they're obviously positioning themselves um, and talking about their cards um, and what they can do for the graphics industry. So it's interesting that, um, you know, that they're not running into your arms more. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, NVIDIA has done some things where they've made some special cards that, that were specifically for mining, um, but they, for example, only released those in China. They weren't available anywhere outside of China. And why is that? Is that just because of demand um, and supply chain, like you were saying, or is it because they don't really, as a company, want to support this business? No, I think it was because of supply chain issues. It was to prevent the manufacturers over there that were building their cards from making black market cards and selling them to miners. Oh, okay, right. So they have to play in the ecosystem and they have to watch um, what's happening anyway. 
Yeah. Um, so no, that to- that totally makes sense. Um, it's it's so interesting because you know we are moving to the democratization of um, devices and equipment where you can now have 4K VR producing HP workstations at home or even cloud based, and you're just working off of the you know a notebook and a, a computer you know a screen. Um, with very powerful cards, so why couldn't you do anything else at home like that? And that's where you guys come in, providing that power piece. Because no matter what, we can't solve for power. Right. Exactly. Um, you, you know, which is so smart. All right, well, we're going to take another break. When we come back, um, I would love to talk to you guys about what are the trends in the marketplace are driving some of this. What's surprised you about um, you know some of these trends and how it's impacted what you're doing. Um, you know, and any um, really good stories that you have for some of the people that you're working with. So we're going to be back with the fabulous Ben Payne and um, Ava Payne, whose name I've been mispronouncing all along, which is a very tech cat phenomena, (laughs) 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 who have led the way with a really interesting business model in cryptocurrency called New School Mining. So we'll be back in a moment to dive into this some more. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hi, everybody, and we are back. We've been talking with the fine folks at New School Mining who have created a new company that is introducing co-located cryptocurrency mining with some strong consumer service and relationships. And so I've been talking to Ben and Ava about um, what are some of the new, you know, some trends that have fallen out of this since you've been doing this? You know, what, what, what's kind of also surprising you about it all? Well, I think that, you know, the, the biggest trend of, of recent times has really been the price of these coins coming down, right? Um, it's not, you know, a year ago, everybody was feeling great about having a, a mining hardware that was generating, you know, 10 times the power cost um, and making lots of profit. But, uh, you know, nowadays that's getting tougher and tougher. And depending upon what you're paying for power, um, you know, a lot of miners have had to shut their machines off in the last you know, 90 days, I would say, um, you know, going back to talking about difficulty on the Ethereum network, the difficulty has decreased by 30% in the last 90 days. So that means that 30% of the mining capacity is either churned off their machines or pointed at somewhere else because they're not making money on Ethereum mining. 
So um, that's that's created some interesting things. I mean, it, it's 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 hard to um, um, it's hard to mine in a lot of places in the world. You know, California especially is a perfect example of it's just not profitable to do it. So, you know, that's where we really started focusing on co-location recently is a solution to help people who aren't in those locations where they can get decent prices on power and provide a good facility for it. And, you know, you talk about customer service. I think that's another part of it that we're really focusing on because um, if you're looking, let's say you've got, you know, $10,000, $50,000 of mining equipment, computers and, or um, ASIC miners that you've purchased, you don't want to just send them off to some, you know, buddy somewhere in the world that you found on the internet, right? You, you want to know what you're sending it to a place that's got real people that you can trust that's, you know, probably if it was me, I'd want somebody that's in the U.S. I wouldn't want to be sending it to a foreign country. Um, you know, know that you can get physical access to your hardware if you need to. Um, so there's a lot of things that we've been trying to do to make a service offering for those people in the co-location space that will, I think, differentiate us a little bit from some of the other players in the space. Wonderful. Um, I, I was just, my head was just wondering, like, um, have you seen anyone go crazy because of news or something happening in the cryptocurrency space and then they call you up in a panic and like want to sell everything? Have you been, do you have to manage sort of industry, you know, of volatility like that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, for sure. There's, there's always, uh, you know, you've got a lot of people. I've I've been doing this for a long time, and the the recent uh, boom and bust of cryptocurrencies is is not new to the space. It's just very new to a lot of people who have gotten into this space in the last you know year or two, right? Um, and so yeah, there's a lot of like, okay, we've seen this before. This is what's going to happen. You know, you you remember you knew this was a volatile market. You know. Um, so it, it's, it's, uh, there's a certain amount of coaching that goes into that. And, um, in terms of, um, I was just thinking about also how people are, um, looking at other ways to, um, play with cryptocurrency, you know, like, um, use it for more, uh, parts of the business that have never, have never used it before, you know, going into businesses, um, and paying with crypto and things like that. Are you guys going to be extending out your services to, you know, help with, say, walleting with crypto or anything like that? Or you think you're going to stay specifically in the mining area? Because you could see there are so many branches out of um, once you have sort of this co-location thing happening, how you can really get into other parts of the business. Yeah, I mean, you think of it right from the right from the beginning when you when you look at they're doing a lot of the co-location, you've got these computers, especially if they're GPUs. They can mine a large number of different currencies, but for each currency that you point your machines at mining, you got to have a wallet to put the money into, and you got to think about exchanging it. You know, if you're if you're mining a small cap uh, cryptocurrency, you probably don't want to hold, or maybe don't want to hold your money in that coin. You want to transfer it to something that's a larger cap coin, like Ethereum or Bitcoin. So um, that's on our horizon is to basically offer the, the wallets for people as well as then offer the kind of automated exchange for a more stable currency. Um, but that's where the regulatory side of it comes into play too, because the question is, if we start doing that, are we now a bank? You know, mm. Are we, right? Yeah. And, and do you want to be, or do you feel like we have to, you know, stop our services at a certain place? It, it's kind of a question. We're still in the process of trying to learn exactly what all that might mean, um, and you know, figure out what the costs of it were are right. Because maybe it's better to partner with somebody who can offer that, and not be a part of you know, be a shared service between our company and another company, as opposed to uh, doing it ourselves. Right. That that makes sense. Because one of the things that you guys describe yourself at is a customer service company. Um, so maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Is that because you're dealing with co-location or, you know, is there another story behind that idea? You know, it, it's, we are very hands-on, um, you know, and, and part of the customer service is that people can ask us questions, they can approach us and, and they can, you know, get real answers to, to whatever they want to know or need to know. 
Um, and so basically we're making them part of the experience. Um, you know, I'll go back. You, you, you had asked about stories. So in 2010, uh, Ben and I were in Europe and you could buy a cup of coffee and people did it with Bitcoin and it was so much fun. These days, everybody's hoarding their coins because they don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> so, you know, purchases are not, not um, you know, as, as fun or, or everybody doesn't know what's going to happen. So buying stuff with, with crypto is not as prevalent. Um, but, um, sorry, going back to, to the mining, it's, it's um, basically part of the customer services is that we, we provide people with experience. They can see the miners, you know, it, it's magical when you look at the space at night and you see rows and rows of, of miners and some of them have different lights. It's, it's just exciting. <laughs> you know, the other thing I think in the cryptocurrency space that you run into a lot is um, since miners are competing with other miners, there does tend to be this kind of notion of we got we to you know, hide ourselves and not share information and, and so on. And I think that's one of the things we want to kind of buck that trend a little bit because, I mean, this is still this is a pretty big space today. So, you know, we're not going to be mining you know, 50% of a coin or anything like that. And we want to share information and open it up and help other miners that are already, that are out there, that you want to get into this or are already in it, be more successful at what they're doing. Right, that to that totally makes sense. And I know, um, you know, when I was playing around on your site that, and I had asked you this before, you know, do, are you doing a lot of um, education, but you have basically you know, a blog where you're offering sort of the storytelling around how this all works so that people understand why they need you. Um, right. Are you participating now in a lot of the industry conferences? Because I had one whole radio show just about how many different cryptocurrency <laughs> conferences there were. Um, and I don't even know why that is. Is it because there's so much excitement in the marketplace because the technology is so new, you know, so how important is it, is it for you right now to play in the industry and to communicate your value prop? I mean, I think it's very important and something we're going to be doing a lot more of. Um, yeah, you mentioned our website. We also are doing, doing, uh, videos that are going up on our YouTube channel. We've got one up there right now. That's a tour of our data center, but we're going to be doing more that are more informative for if you're, you know, getting into the mining space or, or wanting to be a part of that, um, what it takes. Um, as far as conferences go, yeah, there's a lot of them, and honestly, I, there's there's very few of them that I think are interesting um, to attend. I did attend um, Census um, this year, and right. last summer, and you know that was a very interesting conference to go to. The the I think they had 9,000 attendees crammed into that hotel in New York this year. Uh, uh, the year before that, they said they had 900. So. Right, right. Everyone has talked a lot about consensus. And then there's a, and each of the different conferences that has been rolling out um, has like a different focus. But they all seem fairly global in that people are showing up from all over the world. Are you finding that that's the case with your clientele? Certainly finding that's the case at the conferences and such, yes. Um, as far as our clientele goes, I think most of our clientele has traditionally been U.S.-based. Um, you know, our, I think part of our value proposition is that we're a U.S.-based company and that if you're going to be working with a mining facility, that you want it to be something that's in U.S., you know, in a U.S. territory. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that, that does mean most of our Customers are actually U.S.-based, but nothing preventing a foreign person from working with us by any means. Right. And there, and again, uh, um, I know that um, some people who live in different locations um, are leveraging the fact that some of the regulations here make it a little harder, but now it's changing. And so there's a lot of, of that because I have heard from a lot of people who talk about cryptocurrency as being sort of... Um, a place where just people who, you know, don't think about color of skin or name of country, it, it's just a really positive sort of world 
mm-hmm. you know, where, where um, people are, you know, a lot of young people are drifting towards it, too, for that reason. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the world of crypto, it's it's very interesting to me that it, it when it when you look at it internationally, because I think what it can do is offer a lot of financial services to places in the world that that don't have some of these financial services today. And that when you look at it from a US or even Western European perspective, you're like, why do we need this? Well, you don't in you know the US because we have such a um you know, sophisticated financial system here. But if you're in South America or Africa or, you know, other places in the world, Eastern Europe, for example, these these things may not be available to you. So that's where crypto really becomes interesting, I think. And, you know, like you said, connects people all over the globe. So basically uh, helping the unbanked. Um, all right. Well, we're going to take one more break before we come back and find out what's next for New School Mining and Ben and um, Ava. So we'll be back in a moment on the Tech Cat Show, um, hopefully learning more about how to mine. And I don't mean, you know, the kind where your face gets dirty, <laughs> but, <laughs> but cryptocurrency. We'll be back in a moment on the Tech Cat Show. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hi, everybody, and we're back finishing up our great conversation with the folks at New School Mining and talking to Ben and um, Ava about, um, you know, where do they get go to get inspired. So how do you guys keep up with all the latest in cryptocurrency um, and what are, what are the right coins and what what's new and groovy? Like, are there Twitter followers that you follow? You know, who, who are, who's influencing the influencers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you know, for me, I, I, I certainly follow some of the, just the news sites and stuff just to really get a general vibe of of what's going on in the industry and by that i mean like the crypto focused news sites like coindesk um and just try to you know kind of see what people are really talking about but you know with my focus on mining predominantly i mean there's definitely some very mining specific um things that i look at um there's a website called what to mine which is great if you're in the mining space because you can basically plug in the numbers the performance of your cards and uh, or miners and and figure out you know which coins are going to be the most profitable to mine. Um, so that's always a great starting point for that stuff. Um, there's some other blogs and stuff I follow as well. Uh, one crypto mining blog uh, is another one. He's always good at giving uh, announcements of what some of the other software developers are doing as far as mining software and things like that. Um, Twitter, I think, is. For, I, I follow a lot of stuff on Twitter, but again, it's kind of a lot of it's 
just to get a general vibe of what people are feeling, whether it's positive or negative. Um, YouTube channels, I actually watch some of the YouTube channels out there. There's a guy named Seth Estrada who runs a really good mining uh, YouTube channel. And there's another guy who uh, goes by the name The Technicals, which is also good on the mining side. So those two guys are definitely something I follow up on. But uh, yeah, and then it's myself. And as being a software engineer, I'm always digging into code and trying to understand the inner workings of stuff. And so, you know, I try to learn as much on my own as I can. And but definitely use those news sites as a way to catch up on things that I might miss. Well, what, um, are you also using Telegram? I know Telegram is a big uh, communication tool for people in this space. Or are there other sort of cultural tools that everyone in crypto plays with that you, you guys have jumped on? Yeah, you know, I see Telegram and a lot of the ICOs and stuff like that. The websites for those ICOs mentioning using Telegram for their communities and such. Um, but uh, actually, in, what I found is um, Discord is actually the one that was a surprise to me. There's a lot of people using Discord to create little forums to talk about what's going on in the space. I mentioned FPGAs earlier. There's a great Discord channel that all—it's all about FPGAs, and uh, that's that's one I spend a fair amount of time with usually. Yeah, I just I've noticed um, um, over the last year that um, you know there's just again it's always cultural when you jump into these technology trends, and then people tend to circle around. Um, the same set of tools, um, and they develop out their own communities there um, and share and share information. Um, so what what's next for new mining, new school mining? what, what where do you think you guys are going to go next? Um, I know that you're excited about rolling out the co-location piece. Um, you know, can you share anything about your future? Yeah, I mean, our our plans are to get co-location, uh, you know, continue to rolling out co-location and probably, hopefully fill up our data center that we've got in Salt Lake City by the end of this year, end of 2019, that is, um, and um, um, take that from there. Uh, as you mentioned before, you know, things like the wallet services and things like that is definitely something that we're continuing to look at to build that portfolio of products and services that miners are going to need within this space. Um, the... Uh, um, yeah, so those, those are probably two of the big things I think we've got coming up. Um, going to get out there and talk more at conferences this year, I'm hoping to, so that people can we can connect more with people in this community. Um, and, and Ben and Ava, where can people find you? What's the best way if they want to connect with you? So, um, yeah, I mean, our website's a good place to start at. Um, also, definitely check out the New School Mining YouTube channel, where we'll be posting more videos, as I mentioned before. Um, over the next uh, month or two, you should see a lot of stuff come out there. Um, yeah, and if people have any questions about our products or services, by all means, they can email us. Um, there's uh, sales at nsm.io, which is on our website, is a great email address to contact us at. And um, we are also on Twitter and Facebook, and so they can find us there as well. Fantastic. And um any last advice for people who want to jump into the crypto space? You know, um, anything that you could say from, you know, having been someone who's done all this, um, what you would advise people, what you would advise your younger self? <laughs> well, you know, the thing I see a lot of times is that mentality of we're going to do this ourselves. We know what we're doing. Uh, and, you know, they people can build the machines to, to mine, but they don't think about what it's gonna take to do that at scale. So when you got 100 miners, how, how much power they're gonna consume, how much heat they're gonna generate, and just really how you're gonna manage all that. I mean, countless times talked with um, customers and potential customers about their challenges as they've done this and how they underestimated how much it was going to take to do that. So. That's one of the things I'm excited with New School being able to provide co-location because we can now, we have experience doing these things so we can help you do them more efficiently and B, as we build up and scale up, we can do things more and more efficiently. So by, by people joining us, they're able to take advantage of that efficiency we have by scaling. Okay, and I'm just asking selfishly for myself, if I was going to choose a coin to get involved with as a newbie, you know, 
is that is is there a coin you would recommend or is it more based on you know what you were talking about the kind of computing power i mean do i have to be thinking about that or is there other ways i make a decision about the coins so if you're looking at mining what i would say is you got to figure out what you want to pick as your mining hardware first and there's definitely you know there's if you're looking at asic miners you're going to be mining for a very for a specific set of coins um, and you got to look at the trends there and if you're in gpu mining you got a little bit wider space to look at but um, you know so deciding whether it's asic versus gpu and then if it's asic which ones it is Honestly, I would never as a miner pick a coin and say, I want to mine that. I would always look at the hardware and the opportunity that I saw there, and then that would lead me towards what coins I'm going to mine. And you know, Laurie, in addition to the data center, we have what we call the lab here in California, where we're constantly exploring what you know, new technology and what coins are profitable, and it's, it's uh, a process. Um, so when you come in, you know, as a new miner, depending on where you are at that time, would come the answer, okay, this is the coin that now would be good to mine. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, it's a, it's a choice based on, you know, what you want your experience to be and what your investment in the space is going to be um, and, and things like that, as opposed to just, um, you know, what I was doing originally was, which sounds better. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bad way to look at it if you're investing in the coin, just buying coins. But when you're looking at mining, it's really about trying to figure out what's going on with the technology trends and figuring out where there's an opportunity to jump in. I mean, just two months ago, if somebody had came to me and said, I want to mine today, I would have said, buy ASIC miners and mine a coin um, called Monero, or not Monero, um, um, to uh, uh, it's the Equihash ones. But you know there was a very specific opportunity where these miners were available, their profit margins were great, the difficulty curve hadn't really picked up to match it. So it was, you know, a, that that's the kind of things you gotta look at is those opportunities. Fantastic, all right, well we have to wrap. Um, t- we've been talking to Ben and Ava Payne who have just founded um, New School Mining which is this really smart next generation mining farm and enterprise so that if you want to get into the business of mining cryptocurrency, you have uh, a partner now who can help you dive in without having to build it all out yourself. And really great uh, customer service, um, as uh, Ava mentioned, which is really helping um, create a new business model around all of this space. So it's been great talking to you guys. You can find out more about what they're doing on their website, New School Mining. Um, ben and Ava will be at CES, um, so if you're planning on going, that's a great place to um, to check them out. I'll be leading my show floor tours, as always, under the banner StoryTech, so check that out, too. And we'll be back um, in a week with another great, innovative, hopefully another pair. I like having a pair on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Laurie. Thank you, Laurie. It's been a okay. pleasure. And everybody, check out New School Mining, and we'll be back next week. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Cat Show. Please join Lori H. Schwartz again for another great program next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel and syndicated to the Voice America Women's Channel. 